Now I understand that marriage is very much, it is a contract. It is, in the truest sense of it. It's always been. This notion that we're equal is what's causing the problem because what they're doing is that they've convinced women, predominantly in the West, modern women, that because they're equal to men, they can now do what men do. In essence, behave like men. Yeah. This is the problem. Yeah. There are more women on this planet than there are men. And the, there's a reason why we're meant to have... I personally believe... Oh, okay. I was going to come there. <laughs> I know right. where you're coming from. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm all right. I personally okay. believe that our marriage system for our, us as a people is not should not be the same as the Western construct. So welcome to Better Ourselves Podcast with your boyfriend, Chris. And today we're actually going to Africa. We're still in the UK, but we're actually going to Africa. We're going to talk about something very important. We're going to talk about like marriage, wedding, you know, like do we really need like, you know, to get married? Is it really about love? It's just like a contract. Same people believe it's just a contract. Same people believe it's about love. If you love somebody, you have to marry. Otherwise, you know, it's a way to not show the person love. As a guest today, I have two people. It's Franklin and Ursula, they're actually from the UK. They live in the UK, but right now they actually invest in Africa. They are the host of Black Male TV. They actually, what they're doing, they're promoting, like, you know, they're helping, like, you know, the diaspora actually to go back to Africa, but not just to go to visit Africa, but you actually invest in Africa, enjoy and actually make their life there as well. So before we start, I always say to my guests, there's not a better way, like, for them to actually introduce themselves. I just want you guys to introduce yourself so people are going to know who you are. So I don't know who we're going to start. I'll let you guys, I'll let you to you guys. <laughs> uh, I'll start. Here we go. Um... <laughs> I don't want to be gentle. Um, oh my god! Okay, <laughs> good start. <laughs> you just want to be get in, just get in. Uh, uh, okay. Well, 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 shout out to the family. You know what I'm saying? Just want to say hello to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, usually, I am one half of Black Metal TV. My name yeah. is Franklin, mm -hmm. and I'm the other half, Ursula. Yeah. So right. you know, and uh, we promote um, the African Revolution. Mm -hmm. We promote on our channel, on our platform. We promote the diaspora and. Um, connecting back with Africa, but as you said, not just connecting, but also investing yeah. in the possible future of moving back and living there. You know, yeah. we believe Africa is the future. And um, we also believe that in order to do that, you must have the right mindset, you know, and have the right connection and the right community. And we promote something called LSG, Love Plus Support Equals Growth. And okay. that is an equation, right? That, right. That's an equation that we employ people to uh, implement in their lives as a moral standard and principle of a discipline in order to build a foundation of a family or a community you know going forward so that's what we promote on our channel you know we talk about our journey we talk mm -hmm. about lsg lifestyle you know my lsg mindset lsg business lsg, LSG marriage okay <laughs> marriage you know, so, so we, we... Yeah. i say you, you want to add something Ursula? No, 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 no. Okay. You guys, I can't, I can't see like this, this like, how long you guys been together for? Oh, oh, gosh. Are you guys married now, right? 
Are you guys married? Yes. 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 No. yes. Married okay, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 Well, you know what? <laughs> Men always remember. struggle. Men always struggle to remember the date. You know, like we always like, man, I already love you. I know that, but I don't. No, know. no, I remember the date. She struggled with the date. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know what? I'm I want. I'm wanna... just not the greatest when it comes to remembering dates. So. Really? The thing is, I want to. Yeah. I want to talk about. I mean, what you guys are doing is actually great. People doesn't know they actually. They live in the UK, but they actually the channel, as they say, they build the like, you know, they help people to to know much about Africa, to invest in Africa as well. And it's something really needed. I, I'm, as much I want to talk about it, but today we're just going to talk about the marriage side. But I definitely want to yes. have another subject with you guys. We're going to talk about you just, uh, the business, what you guys do, I think is very good. I like what you guys are doing. So let's just go straight to it. So marriage. So what do you guys think? Is it about love or is it just a business? Mm, do you want to take this one first? Um, I'll take it first. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we have different opinions on this one. Yeah. Let's oh, go. Um, generally, yeah. we're quite unified. We're generally yeah. quite unified, but obviously, like, I mean, for me personally, um, we have different opinions, but they're both unified opinions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with me now, if I'm very honest, with yeah. age, my answer is different. If you'd asked me this when mm. I was a little bit younger, I would have had a different answer. For me now, I do very much believe that. What did you answer me when we were young? I, well, for me, I would have been about, yes, it's about love, and you know, you have slightly the romance element to it, mm -hmm. but with age, with life experiences, with knowing what's important for the foundations of a relationship and it working, um, now I understand that marriage is very much, it is a contract. It is, in the truest sense of it. It's always been. Culturally, as Africans, we understand that Marriage is a contract. It's a contract of two families even coming together, first of all. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, um, it's an agreement. It's an agreement between two parties that they're going to come together and they're going to build a life. Um, it's an agreement that, you know, the husband is going to be a provider, a protector. Do you see what I'm saying? It's the contract that the wife is going to nurture and support and be a helpmate. That's a contract. So for me... Um, I see very clearly is that, and I see the problem is a lot of people don't look at it that much because they're still caught in, like I say, the, the Disney romance of things. Because that's what we're giving. But, but, but I think I think what you're saying, what, what you're saying is like I didn't expect the answer like that. But I think like is I think is what is the marriage about? Because people always say like when you get married, like you you have to be faithful. You have it's part of the contract, right? Being faithful. That's mm -hmm. what women remember the most. <laughs> <laughs> being faithful <laughs> and also providing you know loving and all this like yes i mean that's part of the contract i know that but the thing is mm -hmm. i was talking about do you think the contract come with like um how can i say financial 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 things as well like you know when it comes to money when it comes to businesses if we okay. do it just for to live better in the society, not really for you and me, just more like, oh, you know, it's like a visa. Let, let's say somebody come in the country, you you don't have mm -hmm. any visa, you need a visa to actually live or you need like a mm -hmm. job experience. That That's what it's about. Maybe for administration is much better or is it just really about love? I would we actually have a strong relationship yeah. with our marriage. No, I would, I would strongly disagree. Um, and um, please hear me out when I'm saying this. I don't want people to think, oh, you know, this is, you know, Listen, when I was younger, I, you know, I was, I was, I was a, you know, playboy running around doing my, doing my thing. But I always had an understanding and a belief in the institution of marriage. Mm -hmm. And this is the problem that we have in the West. 
the West have belittled, downgraded, and destroyed the institution of marriage, and have brought it down to mere monetary or materialistic gain, or as we mentioned earlier, a feeling, right? And marriage as an institution is neither of those things. It is a contract because in marriage, you're binding two families together, which are agreeing based upon the premise of having children, which mm. goes back to legacy and heritage, to look after those children, nurture those children on the woman's side as well as the man's side. But yeah. the man's side is also for what? Provision and care, protection, guidance, discipline, moral standards and, 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 and um, yeah, moral standards and discipline, ethics, principles. Mm. The man is meant to institute, institute these things into the family. The reason why we do this is to build communities. So if we're going to look at marriage, the institution, and say, well, it's only a financial thing or it's only a, for what it is in the West now, an emotional thing, you know, I love you. And once I stop loving you, I'm going to divorce you. What we're doing is what we're seeing now, the breakdown of families at such a tremendous level. Women being in delusion in the entitlement, not all women, and not all men, but majority of men going their own way you know, the manosphere and things like that. We're having a separation because neither one understands the institution of marriage. That is not about those things that you just mentioned right there. It is about being faithful to the contract. It's about being faithful to the children, to their legacy. It's about being understanding that you're signing up for something greater than yourself, even though you are included within that legacy in itself. You know, so I would strongly disagree with that. And I'm going to say being, just when you said being faithful to the contract, being faithful to the children, we're not necessarily talking about fidelity. Fidelity, that's different. That's, that's why people love talking about it. I was like, yeah, you have to. That's why we signed uh, for. That's <laughs> the strongest point. Is, I think it's important as well. The, I'm not, I'm not like no, well, this is a misconception. No, this is a misconception because when you do your wedding vows, fidelity is not in there. It says love, honor, obey, to death do us part. Wow. Well, I, 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 I mean, I understand exactly what you're trying to say, but I feel like as much as we talk about the contra, we don't go too deep because people actually stop themselves to those kind of things, like being faithful, you know, like uh, you have to love me even if I'm sick, whatever, this kind of thing. But I believe we have to know exactly the role of each person. I, th I think this Absolutely. is this is why we don't actually don't understand it today's society. Because when you think we don't, I believe like a man have have a role. He have to play in a house. Mm -hmm. The woman have a, have a role as well. We live in a society where they want to put people equally. I don't think we are equal. We are yeah, we are we are not the same. We we just have like a, we have mm -hmm. different tasks. We are different gender. Mm -hmm. We 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 have different tasks when it comes to marriage. It's not just about okay, me I have mm -hmm. to pay the bill. It's actually deeper than that. What you're gonna bring? You really have to understand every single details. And we apply it, but most of the you time see, we don't have we don't have an accountant. And when we start being with people, and then you see like this, we start having issues. Oh, this is not my job. Or why you ask me to do this? Well, if you know your contract, we always not gonna go and fight around it. That's what I believe. Yeah, what do you want to say? I always say just a couple of things you mentioned there. Actually, you know, yeah. I want to touch on. But let me start with this. I always say that marriage is a team effort, right? Yeah. Now the problem with the West, as you said, mentioned clearly. This, what equals understanding, yes. this is a doctrine that's being pushed forward in the West, right? Men and women are equal in the sense that we're human beings, but our roles and our attributes and skills, our abilities are not equal. Mm -hmm. They're unique to each one of us and complement each other, right? 
this notion that we're equal is what's causing the problem because what they're doing is that they've convinced women, predominantly in the West, modern women, that because they're equal to men, they can now do what men do. In essence, behave like men. Yeah. This is the problem. Men don't want to date or marry men. They want to date and marry women. That's not the change of the contract. That's a change of the contract. So women, modern women, majority of them are now acting like men and not acting like women. And therefore you have a disparity in the relationship. You're having two men coming together or one man and one female with a masculine spirit now in a relationship. The two things aren't going to work because both are now competing for the same position. That's a recipe for disaster, which goes again into the system of the West. The system of the West is going to be a very deep conversation. I'll try and shorten it. Mm. Is designed to produce the matrix. Give you the best example: a battery. They all want us to be workers. In order to be a, a efficient worker, you don't. They don't want you to have a family. They don't want you to have children. They don't want you to have any of those cares. Just go to work, come back, and be an efficient worker. So they've designed a system which breaks down the family structure to make people individuals, as we call them. I'm independent. So if everyone's independent, you are by yourself, a good worker. And if you notice, everybody's churning out the work and doing the work, but nobody's building families. So all that resource and money and wealth that is being created goes where? To the employer. <clears throat> It does not circulate back into the community and it does not circulate back into your legacy or your heritage or your family because you don't build any because you don't have the time to because you're too independent of yeah. yourself, being by yourself, etc. etc. Let me caveat it with this also. When you mentioned about, sorry, did you want to say anything? Sorry, uh, sorry, sometimes I can go off on a thing. So, you know, me, if he goes, then he's on his but, own now, right? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> 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 yeah, go ahead. No, come on. You know, because, yeah. No, because it, it, because it's so multifaceted. When we look at it, we always try to look at it from one particular lens. Yeah. But from where we look at things, and from my perspective and our perspective, we look at things and we try to include the other perspectives and outcomes that we have seen. Mm -hmm. manifest themselves and put that into the equation to allow us to go forward because men and women are in the west because in africa we haven't had we haven't seen any of that let me just put it down to you right now in your form. here in africa what, what you haven't men seen? And women, trying to be equal, women trying to be equal to men okay yeah no women are still getting work women mm. are still being entrepreneurial women still being business women but they're still going home and taking care of the family mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not running. They're not running away from the responsibility. Yeah, for, for me personally, yeah. it's like the whole con the whole concept of marriage and being contractual. Like I said, being older, I see more. I see more the contractual side of it. Do you see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, like how we discussed, like mm -hmm. it's like a business. Like I say, in our mm -hmm. household, my husband, he he is the head of the household. He's the CEO. He runs it. I'm like the vice president. So it's my job, Chief of operations. whichever title, it's my job to make sure that I execute and make sure that I'm keeping in line what is, what is from the top. And I pass that down to our children and their representation, your employees are supposed to be representation of your business, your brand. Just of your brand. So our children, everything, it's, it's all part of our family image, our family yeah. brand, our family business. And because 
we care about our business. We care about what we input into our business, what we input into our family. And a lot of people aren't, they don't care about that. And the concept of marriage, when you take away the glitz and the glamour of it, when you take away the initial, the fluff, when you've been in it for like over 10 years, 13, 14, 15 years deep, do you see what I'm saying? And you understand what it means to abide by your marriage vows. Mm-hmm. Um, you understand just it is a contract. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't just get to, oh, well, you know what? I don't like this contract anymore. Or I don't, you don't get to do that. And I don't feel a lot of women in today's society understand or if really if they viewed it as a contract. Yes, it takes away the glitz and the glam, but it lets you understand, well, my contract is binding. This contract, there's, there's consequences for it not being fulfilled. It affects, if this contract breaks down, it affects not just my husband, my children, my yeah. environment. It is a big thing when this contract doesn't come into play. And a lot of us don't want to view it like that because a lot of us women nowadays, we want the romance of it, we want the this of it. But ultimately, I want to know that my husband, irrespective of whatever, he, he stays in his purpose. So it's my job to do whatever I have to do to keep him in his purpose. Now, at times, that sacrifice is great. Mm-hmm. It is. But it's for the betterment of the family and the marriage. So I'm always like, yes, marriage. Always marriage. Absolutely. But people need to understand what marriage is and what they're getting into. And what they say, a dog is not just for Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. Marriage is the same. You know, it's like going into it, you're seeing outside of yourself, outside of how you are now. The urge I was when he met me mm. at uni is not the urge I am now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But a lot of us and women are not looking at the contract and understanding, well, if this contract is long-lasting, oh, I'm going to change in the midst of this contract. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. Mm-hmm. My husband's going to change. The contract itself will not change, but maybe as enough contract, you can amend certain things. You can, you know, you can change yeah. this clause or this article. Mm-hmm. You can do that in a partnership, which is what I'm saying. So, I mean, if you wanted to say, I wanted to just, you know, finish up on what I was saying there. Um, it's because we have a society where it's, uh, it's a materialistic pick up, pick down type of society, you know, where everything is very easy. Everything is very, oh, one second. One second, one second. Don't worry about it, it's fine. No, uh, but this is the thing. They, they, they don't. All right, let's get it. So um, what was you saying again about the, the, the wedding? Um, just to add on what yeah, you were no, saying, uh, just to add one yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I remember what I was saying. I remember what I was saying because you mentioned a couple of things, right? And I was talking about um, the materialistic nature of the Western society, right? Yeah. So because we have this, you know, um, kind of click click mentality, Amazon, I want something right now, I can get it right now, you know, yeah. this instant gratification sort of thing. So what happens is in a relationship, you're not going to get instant gratification. Yeah. You, you, let, me, let me correct myself. The instant gratification you get in the initial stages of a relationship is the romance, mm-hmm. it's the butterflies, it's mm-hmm. the tingle, you know, that the attraction, the, attraction, the, the lust, the desire. <laughs> You get all of that in the beginning, right? That's like, when you know you got the good stuff. You, know, you got the good stuff. You got that fire in your, your yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying? Look at her. It, she's looking at you. You're like, I don't know. What's up? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be very honest. Like, when I first met my babes, yeah, right. I'll be very, I was like, I was like, oh, gosh, he is. Like I was, I was smitten. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I
<laughs> when I met him, when I said to him as well, I told him, I, I was like, you were extremely handsome. Do you know what I mean? It's oh. like, and we just got on. <laughs> oh but that, that, that's i mean it's, it's i mean it's good to say that to the person you know it's really good to i think that's the thing about love you gotta make sure you like everything right now you have to keep it up you know like, you always have to because things get bored sometimes you know like at the start everything was sweet and now just oh, i already know you i don't really care where you're gonna go and now but it's always <laughs> always make sure like you make people feel like you know appreciate you know so I think what you say about the contra, I understand it, but the, many people are going to agree with you in terms of contra. Because I didn't know you was going to take it that way. People agree like marriage is a contra. People are going to say, yes, it's a contra. I have to sign this, this. But the most important thing is to learn everybody's task. And when you come to the West, that's where the problem is because you have like feminists today. So they're going to say, okay, I'm a strong I'm black woman. I don't need no man in my life, you know. And the man going to say, I have enough money. I don't, I just, I can't have all the women in the world. So people don't know the rule. And then when we come talk about equality as well, people getting things mixed up. Like a man playing his role doesn't mean he's putting the woman down. What a woman's supposed no. to do is not what a man is mm -hmm. supposed to do. Is verse, mm -hmm. vice versa. People are gonna say, okay, I'm a woman, mm -hmm. you don't have to cook well. We, we we still have to share things, but at the end of the day, you have to know each other's role. So coming to this, what do you guys think about the whole because I agree, like you have to get married, so you can't have a contrast set up so each side can mm -hmm. know exactly what they're doing. And in Africa, mm -hmm. you go even deeper because in Africa it looks more like you're actually selling your kids because people are gonna go there with all the expensive stuff, you know what I mean? Like when you're getting married. <laughs> and then sometimes when your your husband or something is going on, I see a lot of relationships where your man is beating you up, you go to cry to your dad. The dad is gonna say, Listen, man, I cannot afford all the money that you gave me. <laughs> Just go back there. That's that's the dying side of it when it comes to Africa. But what do you guys think about the the whole ceremony like the whole plan the party and everything all the money that we have involved you guys think this is the right things to do or this is just like this, should be this, just... is, this, is, this is part of what i was touching on earlier when i was speaking about this um this amazon type of shopping instant gratification type thing part of that last day excitement is also in the marriage is the wedding yeah the, wedding. the west has made the wedding about the woman again not about the union of the man and the woman, again, devaluing the man. So yeah. from when I was growing up, I'm looking from my perspective, as a man growing up, I didn't see the value in the ceremony because for me, the ceremony was just uh, a big party, a big show off for the woman to display, you know, whatever it is that she, her, her prize, oh, I'm married. It was all about her. And for me, I've always understood that marriage was a union about two people. Yeah. So... I, I can see that because of that narrative or that, you know, perspective in the West, it does put or can put other people up because it's, it's focused on a monetary gain as opposed to the union of values and morals. Again, going back to the economic building of that individual, the, the, the status quo, they want you to spend money. You know what I'm saying? They want, because that's how the industry is run. So mm. they're going to promote and push things to the party out of the two that's more likely to spend money. And from a man and a woman, that's more likely gonna be the woman, you know? So they push those narratives towards the woman in order to think that she needs to have these things or desires to have these material things in the ceremony. And that's where the exorbitant price now then comes into play because you're adding things that not necessarily need to be in the wedding. You're not saying you, can, you shouldn't have a good wedding. 
I'm not saying that. Okay. Yeah, but Hirsch, um, I want to ask you something before you say something. As a woman, do you feel like the wedding is very important for you? Like the whole thing, you know, big dress, everything, people around, your friend, your family. Do you think as a woman, this is like one of those things is very, very, very important for you? You see, I'm going to be, I'm going to be really honest with you because my view is it's not the typical, mm. you know, um, growing up because for me, marriage is cultural because my parents are still married. I see the cultural side of it. I grew up going to every African wedding under the sun. So for me, I saw marriage the cultural side of things. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but even though it's that, I wasn't one of those females that sat there and thought, oh my, you know, like from when you're five, like you know what dress you want to wear and what ring you're gonna, you're going to have and you know, like who your groom's gonna be, but you just like stop the heads kind of thing. I wasn't one of those people. And even when it came time to us getting married, I actually realized I didn't, I always knew I would get married. That was clear. But I realized when I got to marriage, I hadn't thought about the other bits and pieces. I hadn't thought about, the dress and those other kind of things because for me marriage is about finding that person who you're going to spend the rest of your life with and build with and have children with so when we got time to get married there's a lot of things where I just wasn't sure I was like oh I just for me marriage is about pleasing other people so the event was and this is where we struggle because because my family's large you know my dad's a, a chief you know like big cavalry community for me, it was the weddings are about other people. I'm having this wedding for other people to come so we can make other people feel good. And, you know, what things do we have to do? So when people come, mm -hmm. they have the best experience at our wedding. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that was from, it, from a planning perspective. Whereas my sister, when she got married, she was almost, almost a bridezilla because she was the stereotypical, the dress had to be like this, that this had to be like that. And a lot of that stuff for me, I don't, it logically, it doesn't make sense to spend £4,000 on a dress when you could get a dress for £1,000 and you save £3,000. Yeah. It doesn't make logical sense for me to spend thousands on a ring, but yet you don't have a home, but you're still going to live at your parents' house after you're married. Yeah. Those things don't make sense for me. So I think where he's quite fortunate is I'm quite logical in the sense of, like, when I want something, I want something. And I can have extravagant once, but... I'm also quite realistic. So I wanted a beautiful wedding, but no, I wasn't going to, we weren't going to take out any loans for the wedding. We weren't going to do any of that stuff. I wasn't, we weren't going to be married. And then 10 years after your marriage, you're still paying off your wedding loan, you know? So I think especially, like that, especially like when you married somebody actually from Africa or from like black community, especially Africa for a man is a lot of work because you're doing two times. <laughs> you know like yes. it's, it's yes. crazy because it, it, you, yes. you have to be strong you know like and at the party they don't care <laughs> that's what they're waiting for like mm -hmm. they're gonna see you like you're even if you got no job they're gonna treat you like you guys have the biggest money they're gonna make yeah, like right. if you do the least you have to everybody have to wear some expensive clothes the grandma that you never see come back buy things yeah. the auntie and everything or you know what i raised this kid you have to buy me this and you're gonna have like yeah the official stuff as well but what, what i'm trying to say is you know the whole expensive stuff i feel like that's the reason why many people are not married today yeah. it's actually kind of well, like making I, I don't know no. i don't i don't know if that is maybe there's two people. things there is two things there is a the money like people feel like oh i have to have a lot of money i'm not ready yet 
And the, the second side is certain men, maybe they feel like I don't have money enough to actually give her the wedding that she want. And the fact is more like a society thing. And there is a lot of expectation. The guy feel like I'm less a man if I give her this type of wedding. Mm -hmm. I need to. And then when you wait to wait sometime, you're never going to get to that point. And I don't know. But isn't this, I think this is the problem of Western societies, and this is like, I, this is the negative aspects that gets placed on marriage, especially when we're talking about just the finances. Mm. Now, culturally, being African, yes, finances plays a big part because even, like we said, we have two weddings, traditional, and traditional. you know, the traditional wedding, there's all manner of offerings that come that, with that. That one is itself. crazy. Yeah. Mm. Like you said, you have to be built strong for African weddings. So, that's what I'm saying. By the time Africans get married, they are fully aware of the contract they're in because it's not whimsical. They've gone through too many processes. They've ha handed too much money to now get to a point where, oh, it's too hard now. And this is why I say culturally, when you look at marriage, the best way to look at it is from a cultural perspective. If we look at marriage from a Western perspective, then this, this notion of a contract is burdensome to us. But when we look at it, marriage from a cultural perspective, do you see what I'm saying? It's the finances you're paying, it's your it's your investment in many ways. You're investing, do you see what I'm saying, into this woman. You're investing into this family, the future family. You're investing into you know, I've your legacy. Do you see what I'm saying? I've also picked a good woman, which okay, I'm going to give this bride price for, or I'm going to cater to the family in this way. Because yes, this woman is going to be a good example for my children and for my legacy. It's investment. I've got to interject and say something. Right, because this is this is this is the this is the nonsense of the West, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. West is backwards. Marriage is about the man, not about the woman. Okay. I'm I'm sorry, people are gonna be upset when I say this, yeah. They, they, they're gonna be like, What? Yeah, <laughs> marriage is about the man, not about the woman. When you look no. in the scriptures, the scripture says, He findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, meaning she's a wife when he found her, she's wife material. So I'm looking for a wife. My wife ain't looking for me. That's why women don't chat men up. Men chat women up. So this whole notion is backwards in the West. This is the problem. Which I want a wife. If you want a wife back home, bro, in Africa, you tell your dad, I want a wife. I want to get married. What happens? They're going to go and find a wife. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> They're going to go find one. Yeah. And there's going to be women ready to be your wife. What the problem is in the West is that they flip the value system. So because people don't value a man or mm. understand what values a man brings to a marriage, apart yeah. from he's going to protect, provide, and sling the D, well, men do more than that. And I yeah, teach about this on my channel. Right, I teach about this on my channel. There are four levels to men. There's the four Ps, providing, protecting, provision, and problem solving. That's nice. the basic level that every man must be at to call himself a man. But, but it, right? the man got to be in peace as well. You know, if you have to be able to deliver. Hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. Oh, okay. I, 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 I leave it to peace, you. <laughs> before we even get to peace, yeah? Listen, I've been with men, men's, men's uh, Bible group for 10 years. Before mm. we even get to peace, brothers need to establish those four peace first. Then from there, they move on to what I call surface level masculinity. Surface level masculinity is the understanding, learning, morals standards principles and the discipline to implement them once you as a man have these moral standards and principles learned you can now move from a surface level masculine man who's still trying things out i'm i'm, I'm not quite sure will this work will that work 
to a core level masculine man, which is certain this will work. Integrity, accountability, loyalty, uh, uh, dependability, responsibility. There's so many different things that makes up a core masculine man in the attributes, the value system that he holds. From there, he can now move on to the fourth and final level, which I call the spiritual masculine level, speaking about the peace. Because yeah. now he's reached an elevated from the core, the, the base level, the core level, the surface level, and now he's able to speak to other brothers, other gen, other men, and raise them up and implement the core level masculine principles to them. Mm. This is where the fundamental of marriage stands from. Moral standards and principles in order to build a community. And the first person in the family that institutes that is the man. He gives it to his wife. His woman transmits the culture. What culture? Yeah. The culture that the man just said. The moral yeah. standards, principles and discipline that he's given to her. She now takes that and adds hers to it and then gives it to the children. And now you have a community. But because in the West we don't value family, we don't value men, we don't mm. value marriage as an institution, we don't value any of these things. It's a get rich or die trying lifestyle. So when we look at marriage, our perspective is all skewed. So we're going around chasing our tail like a snake eating its own tail, never coming to a conclusion because our perspective is through the wrong tinted spectacles. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I think she liked what you were saying. I could tell, man. <laughs> well, do you, do you have, I mean, how she <laughs> based on what she's saying? God, you guys feel, you guys look like you just met, you know, like, you know. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I mean, I like it. I'm like, you know, she's like staring at you no, every time you talk. Energy, like, you know, it's, I like the energy, man. It's, it's really good what you guys are saying. I appreciate it. I think the way you actually break it down, it actually makes sense. No, because when I make talk, sometimes I'm just like, you just, you just have to listen. You just have to listen. Yeah, but many people don't listen, especially... Oh man, so go I'm, gonna sound, I'm gonna sound wrong again. Many women they don't listen, you know. Like when you talk, they're like, Oh, it's you talk too much, you why you don't listen to me, things like that. I think we have to have time to listen to each other, especially men. The problem with men, like we have to provide, we have to do all the things that you say. But the thing is when when we when they don't give us that space and we feel lost, or certain women they take our space. And when they take mm -hmm. our space, they take charge. And how the man gonna be a man if you're actually taking, you are doing what he, what he's supposed to do? I think it's the same for mm -hmm. women as well. Same things like it's actually woman like task to do. But when men start doing that, women not gonna be like out of the space. They're gonna be like, okay. So what is your your view on women then? Because I know we talk a lot about men, but what do you think a woman? What is a, what do you think that in a marriage woman should do her place? If I can <sighs> like I said, I always take it back to a cultural level, you know. Um, I think we I firmly believe in roles. I believe I grew up watching my mother, my mom's a PhD. <laughs> she's got a PhD, she's had children, she's married, but I still grew up seeing my mom still, you know, cooking for my dad, serving food. We would we were brought like, you know, when we serve daddy food, you know, you serve certain food in the fishing bowl, all that kind of stuff. When daddy finishes eating, we clear it away. Um, so I grew up understanding those are roles that women were meant to have. So that wasn't an issue I had. But when I was growing up, like certain friends in school, you know, I started noticing there was a disconnect because, you know, when you'd hear women say things like, oh, 
I'm not looking for any man or or yeah. things like, oh, the guy which I date, he's gonna have to always take me out. And and I was like, or when women would say things like they don't know how to cook. And for me, it was just like, if you don't know how to cook, how you even try, how you even planning on getting a man, let alone keeping one? <laughs> because I come from that notion as women, we have roles, and in our roles, we do certain things and we maintain our certain ways to make ourselves more attractive to attract the right kind of mate that we want. So when you get that, you're meant to be consistent. And I'm not saying it's easy because we've been married for how many years? There's certain times when I've slipped in my womanly role. There's certain times when having kids, the juggle, they don't tell you how hard it is. It's different being, you know, when we were just single, you know, no, like just together, no kids. And then it's different when as a woman, even though I believe in my roles, when now you have children, and you have yeah. to do that as well. When you don't have a support system, they, they tell you just do this, but in the West, we don't have a support system and it's hard. And then you realize, oh, this is hard. But they don't tell you it's going to be hard. Um, and you destroy the kids again, as well. <laughs> that again. No, I was saying, sorry, the internet actually plays up. What I was saying, yeah. like, when there is no, like, uh, structure it actually have an impact on the kids as well, on the children. Yes. When you two, when you don't have that, like that when, you do, when you don't work as a team because you don't know each other's rule and that's why you're always going to be like shouting at each other, why you haven't do this? Or why you haven't cooked today? Why should I cook? And now the kids are watching that, it just like stay in the mind. But when everything's like, there's a structure and everything, you know, like daddy is the one that do this, mom is the one that do this. And everything is kind of like, you know, all in the, in the place. I think that's why we, we need and we, we, it's really hard to have it like in um, in the way society because the way society is built here is really hard to do that. And unless you actually you yes. stick on your, like you know, especially if you're black, I feel like black people with the problem we have today, we have to we have to stick to our culture. You know, if you're African, if you're from Jamaica or whatever, black people, we kind of have the same. We have to stick to our culture. I think that's the only way to do that. You have to raise the kids based on your culture know the country where you live you you have to you have to but it's not easy because this feminism thing it really especially in the west it like affects everything and affects our ability to stay in our roles as women because when you get married and when you you want to provide for your husband you want to provide for your children you want to be healthy then you find yourself around other women that judge you for wanting to stay in your role so i find a lot of women are confused in their roles in marriage because of other women, if I'm mm. very honest, because of yeah. other women's view of them. You know, I've got certain friends that I'll have conversations with them and like, they think it's strange that I cook and I serve food for my husband. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. They see it's like, it's some kind of slavery. You know, I've had friends say things like, doesn't he know how to cook? And it's, you know, it's, it's those little comments that other women take you away from your role. And I believe that a lot of us have stepped too far away from our roles. And now we don't know how to be in that role without the role being grievous. We don't know how to be married without feeling the burden of providing for our husbands, looking after our children and still going out there working. Because at the end of the day with feminism, we, we said we wanted to work, right? We, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me because we went from a place of where women had that protection. Men carried the full brunt of the that's why men are dying early because they're going to work every single day. Um, when you look at when we had things in the West at its best, 
when women were so-called happier, we said we wanted to go not just into the workplace, but we wanted to compete with men in the mm. same roles, and then we wanted to replace men's roles. So now what we have as women is, now we're in the workforce. Now we're juggling family. Now we're juggling relationships. And what I'm hearing a lot of women is complaint. It's not easy. Oh, um, a man, and, I, and for me, it's just like, women now want to revert back to their original role. I'm seeing a lot of women now want to have their independence up until a certain point in their life. Mm -hmm. And then you're looking for a man to provide everything for you. And then you stop working and you stop being independent. Do you see what I'm saying? So as I women, I more, just believe that. I think it's mm -hmm. more when, when, women, when women become like a single, when they have like kids and everything, I think that's why sometimes they feel mm -hmm. like, oh my God, there's no man in my life. You know what I mean? There's not like a role model here for my kids. I'm doing this on my own. They feel like there is a, like there is like a burnout. But when in a relationship, there's a man in the house, they don't really value those things. I think it's the same for men as well. When you live on your own, you can't know how to cook, but it's always different when you have somebody actually give you some warm food that you just spend an hour mm -hmm. and cook and eat the whole plate for yourself. It's different, you know? So I feel like in, in a way, mm -hmm. yes, I agree with you what you're saying. Mm -hmm. for, me, for me, my view is a lot deeper because I've studied the West. I've looked at, I know what's going on. You know, from 1950 onwards, the feminism movement came in. And instead of majority of black women at that time continuing on with the civil rights movement, they deviated and started the women's liberation and linked him with the LGBT community. That's in the 1950s, in check the history yeah. So what happened was that black women decided, in speaking about our community, was that they wanted to be independent from the black family. That's why if you go on um, Black Lives Matter website, they talk about dealing with women, black women, children, gays, transvestites, all the rest of them, but they don't talk about black straight men because that's- Nobody, nobody cares about black straight men. Exactly. The reason being is because 1950s, 1960s, LGBTQ came out, LGBT, whatever letters you want to call them, went to rival, on, sorry, went to ride on the back of the cocktails of Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement. So when the civil rights movement was passed to allow black people, black men, to have the ability to freedom of you know um, resources and get the things back that they required, it was actually given to the LGBT and women's rights. That's what happened hmm. historically. So women left the table. Let's let's speak facts now, right? I don't deal with foolishness anymore. I'm almost 40, I'm 40 years old. I don't have time for foolishness with people. History speaks facts. The women left the table because they wanted to go for the bag themselves. And you see it today. Women are ahead in, in society. Women are the, the whole benefit system was created for them. So while it was created for them, they had a fallback plan. If they messed up their life, they had a fallback plan with the benefit system. They could always rely on a man if they wanted to cheat a man or do whatever the case may be. They sold women a, a bunch of lies and a delusional mindset to make them think that was better than having a family structure. The problem with what they sold women is that it breeds single mother households, which breeds delinquent, delinquent and dysfunctional children, which breed delinquency and dysfunction in society. We have the highest single mother um, rate amongst our community, the highest um, single rate and non-children um, born outside of wedlock and marriage, it's, it's disgraceful. And when you look at the children that they've produced, the children have no moral standards, principles or discipline. So in essence, we've had a matriarchy, 
in a gynocentric system for the last six, 70 years. I'm talking about 1950. Yeah, but, We're but, in 2020. Yeah, but when I think about the other side, when it comes to other people, like, you know, like uh, non-black people, like white people, I think the structure of the marriage that they actually implement, it actually kind of worked for them. Because when you see even the way they raise the family, whatever, you actually work with the way they are, with the society. Because most of them, they're not going to have a problem like us. Like, you know, you have like kids. I know like even when we say the kids are not always the same as whatever, but like is the society, the way they raise the kids is different. And also the, mm -hmm. the number when it comes to the level of divorce as well. If you see in a black community, mm -hmm. the father not around, in, like in a white community, you, you're going to see like it's not as much. We live in the mm -hmm. same society, but it's not as much. You have more impact in us. It's because we're actually trying to adapt in a system that actually is not built to, to help us. Bingo. Know, us together. That's, what that's, that, that's the that's problem. What and the thing I see about black and women today... One of those things, if, black you, women, if you notice, one of those things yeah. is multiple... Is, um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think black women as well, as much as we care about each other in terms of like um, Black Lives Matter, all those things, I feel like for a black men to be strong today we're gonna need the support of black women and then vice versa as well but now i feel like there's more black women today turning their back trying to be more independent it's good to be independent to be strong we need to have more strong black women when it comes i'm not talking about just like saying you're strong like you know impact like inspiring other yeah. people being independent like i like the fact i see a lot of black women today running their own business this is the kind of power that we want but we don't want that power to be with our arrogant, uh, like to come with a lot of ego or something like that. We want that power to come to inspire the kids, to inspire even the men to do good, just to inspire mm -hmm. our community. But now we see like people are being, trying to be independent just to stand by themselves to say, I don't need a man, man in my life. And that's what is destroying us today. That's what I believe. I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I do feel like from what I'm seeing from a lot of modern women, they're saying that and they're doing that till they get to a point of like like 40s or 40 something. And mm. then it's now it's this sudden understanding of actually, you know what? I need a man. I want a man. Maybe not for the true purposes of what they're supposed to be there for, yeah. but now we get that. Do you see what I'm saying? And I think by that point, it's too late. It's too yeah. late. We've adopted, we've adopted um, uh, a white culture. We've adopted cultures of other nations. And I say, especially I see this more prevalent in, um, in America amongst like the African-American women. It's like a lot of them, I believe, think that they're, on a, they're, it's, they're operating in a level of white supremacy. A lot yeah. of them think that they're white women. The, the way that they, have, they separate themselves so much from the black man in America, mm. where they actually have, what is it, misandry? Yeah. Where there's an actual real hate and contempt for our black brothers in America, I'm just like, that's, how do you override that? Do you know what I'm saying? People of those mentalities, do, do you, think they you give can't him go to those type of people and teach them about marriage being a contract, marriage being for the benefit. It's, they're just, they're just gone. That is not for everybody. Do you think it's maybe because I mean, they're trying to give them more pr privilege? You think, do you think today in a society, black women have more privilege than black men? Absolutely. Yes. They're, I don't think. They're far more privileged. We're far more entitled. Do you think it's, it's made on purpose? Yes. Of course. Everything is done by it. Nothing is done. Everything is... It's, it's almost insidiously planned. 
when you look at history, when you look at the way that they have devised their systems and their societies, when you look at the way they deliberately orchestrated it for us to be disadvantaged, yes, absolutely. You know, it's not by any chance that they allow a, a feminist movement to rise in the way it does. It's not by coincidence, you see what I'm saying? Mm. Laws are being made and put in place to give women advancements in ways which men have not had that same advancement, you know? Mm. That cannot be just coincidence. I want to go back, I want to go back if I can a little bit, just on what yeah, you said about the independent. Mm. Um, I agree with the premise and what you said, and where I would disagree is in the word independence itself. We cannot be independent. The word I will change will be independent. Hmm. And I will change that to interdependent. Because we need to be individuals. We are independent as individuals. But we, we live in a community. We cannot live independent of a community. So we, are, we need to be interdependent. I also disagree with the women empowerment movement that they're doing all this business, et cetera, et cetera. On paper, it looks that way. On yeah. social media, it looks that way. But you cannot ignore the numbers. The black pound or the black dollar does not stay in our community for longer than six hours. Yeah. That is not empowerment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So while we have many women entrepreneurs, independent businesswomen, go-getters. It's not filtering back into the community. Yeah. This is a fundamental problem when you have children who you want to raise to go forward to yeah. build the community. What resource are they going to use to build it with? Yeah. Which falls back to marriage. Yeah. You know, in the African community, you when you get married, gifts are given to you. Why? <coughs> to help support that marriage to get you on a good footing. Mm. But if we do not have any resource in our community because it last longer than 24 hours, what resource are you going to have when you reach the age of marriage and you want to now marry? Here's my proof, and I'll finish with this. I did a video on my channel about the economic heritage passed on from black families, Africans and Canadians, both in the UK and in the Americas. The resulting wealth that was passed on from black families to the next generation compared to Europeans, Arabs, Asians was zero. Hmm. Zero. This is in the last 20 years. So while we look on the surface like we go getting it and we're making that bag and we're strong and empowered, I tend to look at the numbers mm. and the facts. Mm. The facts and the figures show we're lost, dead lost. We need to reconfigure yeah. the mindset that we're dealing with or separate from those that want to stay with the modern mindset and start building and working on morals, standards, principles, and a discipline as a foundation for us to start building forward, whether it's marriage, business, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How that we feel like we haven't went through 
you know, I don't want to keep you I, talking. I think, I can, I can you can your end of prayer for a good hour. I always say, like, we've had certain conversations about marriage and certain things, and it's, it's hard in this mm. way. It's not easy. You know, it's I've not, got a younger brother. I've got a younger brother, and he's not married yet. And as much as, like, he knows marriage is the only way forward. He, his parents are married. He comes from an institution of marriage. That's all around. But he says to me, like, the reality of, of picking a I woman mean, young 30 in, something in the old. West, He's like, no. He's already with the mentality that when after he stacked a bit of money, he's going back home, he's going to find his wife back home. Yeah, but the because thing is, essentially- when you find a woman back home as well, when you bring her back here, her mentality switches. Oh, 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 he didn't say bring her back here. He said he's going home to get married and stay back home. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. But when she gonna come <laughs> you know back? I didn't know I was, I was because, free. Because oh my God, I didn't know my rights. <laughs> <laughs> okay you know what? I think all the time when it comes to the conversations of marriage I don't even I don't even really go into the conversations about marriage anymore because if we're not talking about marriage as in on the continent if we're not talking about you know like really picking based off of cultural characteristics and principles and we mm. said morals and ethics I'm not even engaged in it because here in the west we're too skewed in our perceptions of marriage we're too skewed in our roles we're too skewed in it but in africa it's it's like it's, it's just much clearer it's you see the roles clearer um you're able to function it's just it's better so when i'm talking about getting married i'm always like oh you're interested in getting married yeah go to africa and look for a, a husband yeah. or a wife i mean I, I mean my message parting message me this to everybody both male and female um to the women can you hear me yeah, I can't hear. Yeah, I can't hear. I can't hear. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. To our sisters, to the women of any culture, any race, you know, if you want to get married, you have to understand that you've been lied to by the status quo. The global elite, the media powers, those that, you know, the, 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 the companies that make money selling you all these crap products are sold you a narrative in order to make you buy these, have a reason to buy these products and to keep you buying these products means you have to stay single, mm. right? Or not be in a relationship or be in and out of a relationship. So that's a lie that's been predicated by the West. In order for you to have a, if that's what you want, marriage, children, legacy, a husband, you have to let go of that feminist notion and that mindset and come back to being a wife, a traditional woman, and learn those things. For my brothers, you have two options. You either wait and see whether the women in the West will develop these skills to become a wife. But what I would say is there are many, there's fish in different ponds. Mm -hmm. Get your passport, get your money up, and go back home and pick yourself a woman that's already made to be a wife. Right? Yeah. There are more women on this planet than there are men. And the, there's a reason why we're meant to have. I personally believe. Oh, okay. I was going to come there. <laughs> I know right. exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> you're all right. All right. I, we'll have that conversation. We'll have, have a conversation. Right? But I personally okay. believe that our marriage system for our, us as a people is not should not be the same as the Western construct. I'll put it that okay. way, right? But our marriage system should not be the same as the Western construct. But you don't right? think you don't think, you don't think our marriage system is more like in benefit of men's more than women? 
Some people say like we are, I don't know if you're going to come to that. Do you guys feel like we are, we should be as African, we should be like polygamous or monogamous, like monogamous? I believe we should be polygamous. Yes. Okay. That's where I was going to come from. Cause I feel like, yeah. And what do you think? I mean, I, I've, I've, you know what? With time, I've just realized, I think we are we are supposed to be like polygamous yes with time i just realized that especially because we are not built the same and then again i have a conversation before about it because people have a different opinion but many men think that way but same women think the same but the only thing is it makes he looks like he's giving more like it's making men feel much better than women men are actually in a better position when it comes to this kind of relationship Ow. People only think about pleasure or the old comfort, but there's a lot of pressure as well. If men have to play their role, this this is the problem because people don't understand what the foundations, principles of marriage is. It's not a listen. If you've got one woman and like when she gives you a headache, and you think you've got two women that give you a headache, and then you've got multiple children that require your attention, your provision, your care, it is not an easy thing to have to deal with the mental and emotional state of one woman, let alone another one. But once again, it's not always just from a place of just pure pleasure because at the end of the day, a lot of the term polygamy is about legacy building. It's about mm. community. And it's not to say it fits for everybody. You know, even in Africa, with modern Western attitudes, things are changing. Um, but definitely, when you think about when British colonial powers came to Africa, there was already a system in place. And what system wasn't really in place? Polygamy was in place. So when coming and taking and now saying, well, you're going to now go by this system, we need to look at their system as to why they they marry the way they do, why they treat their women the way they treat their women. Because the the Western institution, the way that they treat their women, and this is the one woman to which they claim to be for the rest of their life, that's not, this is saying, there's many Western women here, many white women here, which were through marriage, marriage was abuse for them. That is what marriage was. Marriage was not abuse for African women. Marriage is one of the greatest honors as an African woman you can go into, you know, as families coming together. It's one of the greatest honors as women in the in Africa. We look forward to marriage. She's sort of saying that is also your stage of becoming a woman, where you now are leaving your parents' household and you're able to say all the things which I've learned, I now apply to my own household. I now get to have my own children. A lot of the time they don't see the empowerment of us we have as women here in Africa through marriage. Through marriage, mm. do you see what I'm saying? Now, in the early initial stages of marriage in Africa, no, there's, there's, there's no unequally yoked. Of course it is. But you see a lot of West African marriages as you get older. You see a lot of, you know, the strong African women, but they still understand their roles. Being married in Africa um, does not take away from your role or your strength as a woman. Whereas here, I believe it does in the West. So for me, I think... For both parties, it's beneficial. If you're talking about children and legacy, yeah. both parties benefit. How can I, you I not th- benefit? I, I, I think what you're saying is right. Because at the end of the day, if you if you respect your role, if you know your role, and you decide to go to like polygamous as a man, that's gonna be even two times harder. Because if you know your role, it's for people who doesn't know their role. They just go there for fun because I'm gonna have any wife that I want. That's Thank when you'd be like, okay, it's kind of selfish. But if you know your role as a man, you got to be strong because trust me, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy it's as not you easy. Say, to provide to do all those things. It's not easy. 
you know, yeah, I agree. No, let me hit you guys with something. Let me hit you guys with something yeah. before we go out. Let me hit you guys with something. I love how we talk about black empowerment, right? Right? I mean, you know, let's do the black stuff. Do you know that monogamy, especially for the diaspora after slavery, was a, is, a, is a European institution? The Protestant Catholic Church instituted that because to bring our birth, rate, bring our birth rate down because we had polygamous marriages. So our birth rate, we had multiple children, many children. Many children with what? Farmhand, resources. So in order to bring that down, they said, no, you can only marry one woman. And then yeah. to, to stop that further, they said, oh, you must have a marriage license to be able to marry a woman, meaning you must seek permission from the state before we, you can allow you to marry. So again, we are looking at the institution of marriage through a Eurocentric lens. We're not looking at it from a Afrocentric lens, you know? Africa does and had celebrated a polygamous culture because there was a system in place. Mm. Mm. Women just, the way we talk about polygamy in the West has no system in place. Mm. So it can't work. You can't fathom, you know, the things that, the, the dynamics and the nuances that go with it. But if you are in a culture that the system that already has that or practices a religion like Islam, for example, that already has that in it, then you see the system operating and it operates fine, no problem. And I think a lot of women, sorry, just is like, like, you know, and I'm not saying it's for everybody, but no. the sister-wife concept, the sisterhood yeah, yeah. principle, which operates in polygamy, polygamy is overlooked in terms of empowering women. Because we live in a system now where women are sharing men anyways, regardless. Yeah. There's one man, he's got multiple children with different baby mothers, they mm. all kind of know each other, don't know each other, arguing. This baby mother will stop, will not allow this child to see that child, even though these children are bonded by blood. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, the moment children are bonded by blood, there's a different responsibility on all parties involved to ensure that they know who that they are. But that's not what we get here. But in a system when you culturally practice back home in the truest sense of what it is, there is a support system. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That is that women don't have. And because we don't have it here, we don't understand the bonds of sisterhood and what it means for another woman to support you in your household. And that's why we're and complaining we about husband. doing the housework cooking, cleaning, etc., etc., because there's no network of sisterhood that came from a polygamous marriage that allowed them to have that shared labor. So the sisters weren't always cooking and cleaning and raising the kids by themselves. There were sister wives to help them do that. <laughs> or sisters and cousins, or there was yeah. a big extended family. Because we are independent and want to do everything by ourselves, we now have a loner style type family. In which case, all the labor is on you. And this is not to yeah, say that I'm, I'm not saying here that I'm promoting and advocating women, polygamy, things like that, because like I said, it's a different mindset and it's a different culture. And if you lack that culture, lack that understanding, then it doesn't make sense. And there's no point applying it because if it's not for the benefit and the strengthening of your family and your community, do you see what I'm saying? And if mm. it's not something to which you can empower your children in, to know that they have family, mm -hmm. then don't yeah, but, do it. But the don't thing play is, around it, with it. It's funny because we talk about it, but like there's more shocking things happening in today's society where it's even legal. And yeah. it's just funny how they don't really let this happen. Like this is not like, it, it's not part of the new movement. And mm -hmm. every time people talk about it, people always like, oh, but now we see some crazy things happening, you know, like, 
Yeah, mm. everybody just like let things happen, and that, that's what I want to say. What they want, right? <laughs> they want to let this one. They, they don't want this one to happen. Yeah, because polygamy restructures back the family. That's why it, ask, it that's takes what... the. Yeah, go on, go on. Go ahead. No, you it go ahead. It takes the entitlement of the, the entitlement of feminism. Polygamy takes that off, right? Mm. Now I agree with you, and I agree with my wife. It's not for everybody, especially the men nowadays, because a lot of the men nowadays are feminine. Right. Yeah, they've been raised to be feminine, so they're not raised to be in their masculine frame, as I mentioned earlier, the four levels of masculinity. They're not being raised in that, so they don't. They're not even prepared to even no. know what a wife is, let alone to be able to take on more than one wife. Yeah. you know. So true, everybody's got to go true. back to that. Like coming from obviously a Hebrew Israelite perspective, also, yeah. you know, mm. um, I've heard brothers be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get myself a wife, and she'll have a job, and this one have no look after me." And, and I'm like, "You've already missed the whole concept yeah, of what you're yeah. doing." You felt, you felt. You see what I'm saying? Because we don't. For some people, it's like a it's like a naughty word, or something which makes them feel like they're doing something. People, the, the, the thing about polygamy to operate in the true essence of truth and honesty and integrity, that's not an easy thing. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not an easy thing to, 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 to share someone. It's not an easy thing to sacrifice mm -hmm. with someone. So because people don't really have that mentality, I'm just, but, I, I just yeah. all the time. You know, you know the funny thing is, the funny thing is, people, the funny thing is, people are allowed to have in today's society, in the West society, people are allowed to have what they call open relationship but for this me that's even worse because this is kind of dangerous because open relationship is actually more because you have no control of anything you know when people are like in their yeah. polygamous at least you know the partner you guys are just you know everybody's safe and when you see disease and everything it's kind of secure but mm -hmm. open relationship when people talk about it, is like, oh, okay they are so woke they are very you know <laughs> different open-minded it's, it's a hot mess it's a hot mess, it's a mess. It's a hot mess, you know, because, and what I find is all what I find a lot of women struggle with is the sense of when we talk, when the conversation polygamy is had, you have to be very clear in your definitions. My concept of polygamy is polygamy in the sense of the man has the ability to marry multiple wives and take multiple households, but for the women, they are monogamous. That is a difference. Oh, you know, okay. we live in this world where people say, well, if the man can have it, well, what about the woman? And this yeah. concept is just asinine to me because as a woman, I shouldn't want to be just sharing my body with each and every person. So just because a man has the ability to take on multiple wives, we now don't put ourselves on the same level. And then I say, well, what about me? Well, what, what am I arguing about? Wanting the ability to, to, to what? Sleep with multiple men? It's not the same. So from monogamy being very clear from the perspective I'm coming from is that when a man chooses and has the right to exercise monogamy, the woman, though, is, oh, sorry, polygamy, the woman herself is monogamous. She is not polygamous or polygynous. That concept for me is just even more asinine because I'm like, the whole group well, see, a lot of these things are only able to happen because we're missing the big elephant in the room. Yeah. And the big elephant in the room mm. was the reproductive rights, the pill. Right. Yeah. The pill changed things. Now, because if women know they can get pregnant and they can put, you know, plan B or the rest of it and they can get rid of those things, then that's why they feel they have the option. They can do these the things. Entitlement. You know, the entitlement. The yeah. lack of commitment to the contract. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, it's very important. The lack of commitment to the contract. So they think that they can go around having children anywhere as, as a woman. The system has given them that power. 
So for me, I look at men nowadays and I say, brothers, if you are seriously looking about getting married, then you need to be checking these women 100% to make sure they're in the right state of mind to be that traditional wife. And if you can't find them here, get your passport, go somewhere else. But make sure you get yourself right because you don't want to be an effeminate man going to a traditional wife because, because she, she has expectations, she has expectations, expectations of you. Yeah. Because in Africa, the women are meeting their traditional roles. They are cooking. They are cleaning. That's not yes. the problem. That's, not problem. That, that, the that's just like normal thing. Yeah. It's, it's normal. If anything, they go the extra. The way they go yeah. the extra mile is completely different, which makes you feel catered for as a man. But with that, we have. They also here in Africa have a very clear idea of roles. So. They, your expectation of a man, yeah, that carries its stresses also. So it's not just that, yes, Africa is the mecca land for relationships. Mm. It's still all hard work. Yeah, but at sure. the end of the day, your roles, you're not fighting roles, you know, you're just not fighting them. That's very important. Um, thank you, thank you very, thank you very much for having you guys today. I feel like you guys, I can tell you guys are kind of like expert when it comes to relationship because I can tell like you no. guys. <laughs> I mean, a lot of counseling. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Because I feel like yo, you, you guys talk with passion, man. I like I never since I, I do podcasts it's the first time to to have a couple, by the way. But you guys are like, yo, the real definition of the couple because you guys are really like together, like. I really appreciate I can see and I'm happy especially because for the love that you guys have for Africa um I really love Africa and I, it's not because I'm from Africa as well of because a lot of people actually from Africa they're here they don't really care about Africa anymore and they, no, they, no, they no. feel ashamed yeah. to talk about Africa yes. and Africa yes. is more than just walking around with like um wearing a chain with like uh, Africa on your neck that's you, you just look yes. cool but this is not being <laughs> or you know like and when it comes to food now you want to look for all the african restaurant in town you know, jello fries. Everyone wants jello fries, yeah. everybody wants jello fries it's, it's yeah. more than that you have to actually go to africa so before we finish yeah. and anything you guys want to add to give any advice to people listening to you right now like you know people are kind of struggling with marriage any advice you want to give to people today to brother and sister who feel like they are lost and they don't know what to do I mean, like I said, I would say to, to the guys, to the guys, you're lost because you haven't been taught how to be a man. You haven't seen the examples of how to be a man if you come from a single parent household or a household, you know, where women were predominantly um, raising you. Mm. You need to go back and learn that. Look for men who have who are, who've had experience in life, whether it's in relationships, outside of it, who are disciplined, who are instituting moral standards and principles to you. You can yeah. then take these moral standards and principles, stand on them, build on them, and look for women who are either compatible with those moral standards and principles so that you can find someone that you want to settle down with and have a long-lasting relationship with for the future. For my sisters, I said it earlier, sisters, you've got a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. First point of call, you've got to remove that feminist mindset from your mind. It's going to be hard. But it's not your friend, right? <laughs> Women empowerment is not your friend. Feminism is not your friend, right? <laughs> but your man is. Get back to family. Get back to uh, your role. Because women transmit the culture to the children. They're the first teachers of the children. And they get that culture from the man who has moral standards and principles. So ladies, if you don't know how to pick a man, you need to start watching these platforms. Subscribe to my brother's podcast. Subscribe to our podcast learn and start listening and understanding mm -hmm. what you can do to make yourself a suitable wife to be found by a man.
You know, and that that would be my advice. You know, take it, leave it, do what you want. And I would say also for like the sisters, if marriage is not for you, mm. please don't come, come out of that water because there are a lot of sisters that I know that do want to be married. I I counsel women all the time, and if yeah. you don't want to be married, leave the men alone. Women that do, they want to put in that work. They want the growth. They want what comes from the provision of a man. They yes. hedge the protection. They want all those. They want the problem solving. Yeah. So if you know that's not for you, come out of that space. Don't 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 detract and take away. A, from, don't don't take from a, a good man. Yeah. What he can give to another woman because yeah. you know you don't because want you it. know you're not ready, you're not in mm. it for it. A lot of us have to be honest about that. And ladies, some of us we've got to fix that trauma, we've got to work on it. A lot of us are walking around with too much trauma, and it's like we're not healing it, we're not trying to, we're just trying to just revel in it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And it's not gonna do anything for any of us. So therapy. Honestly, it's like a lot of us this is Please work through it. Do you see what I'm saying? The facade of happiness, it's not going to work anymore. We have to do things to really tap into work. that. So that's all I would say. But definitely marriage is beautiful. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's like, worth the struggle. It's worth, it's worth the, the sacrifice. Um, do you know what I'm saying? I would be nothing without my babes. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> and I give thanks that we're still here. We're still going strong. I know I annoy the hell out of it most days. Oh, <laughs> it looks happy though. That's most for. You know, but honestly, it's like, but it's no, listen, family, listen, it's honestly, 100% raising children in a unit is more conducive for the child, for the children long term, building communities, family, and legacy. So, guys, yeah, man, don't be afraid of it, don't be afraid of it, step up, yeah. yeah. So thank you again uh, for having you guys today. I really appreciate it. For anybody actually want to get in touch with Black Male TV. And you guys, I'm going to put all the link in the description for the, you know, for the you. Instagram, the website, whatever you guys want to get in touch. I'm going to put it there <laughs> if you want to get in touch. Make sure you check them out if you want some advice. Relationship, not just relationship, they do business as well. Anything, <laughs> anything you want. I don't know why I want to keep you guys. You guys should talk more about relationships. <laughs> you look like those, you know. Oh my god. They're not in Africa for a relationship, but you just like I, mean, I know. I took a lot of advice from you guys. I think that people really gonna, you know, take it as well. I think if you guys want to get touch with them, they talk a lot about business, you know, like empowerment and Africa as well, especially Africa. They're actually helping people to know much about Africa, to invest in Africa, to move back in Africa as well. Because if you want to be powerful, as they say, we have to invest our money in our community, right? But Africa is the place to be. Anyway, thank you again for having you guys today. And I'm thank sure you. I really want to have another podcast with you guys, but it's going to be special yeah. about Africa and about you know the the black Mayo tv about you what you guys are actually doing thank you again and yeah. i'll see you next time thank you, see you next time. So, thank wait you. one minute <laughs>